the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God is truly worthy of glory and our adoration. So how do we do that? Well, that's what today's broadcast is all about. Join us. Truth for Today, coming up next. Welcome, and this is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard, our weekend broadcast featuring the ministry of Valley Bible Church in Hercules. We're looking at our series called God, and today takes us to 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. Worthy of glory and adoration, the series on God can be rather large. We've tried to narrow it down to a couple of key points, and the fact that He is worthy of our adoration is one of those points. Here's Pastor Phil with today's broadcast of Truth For Today. Isn't it interesting how many of you cannot say very many things about how famous he is, how he got his reputation? What is great about our God? Is there anything great? Maybe there's not. Maybe you need another God. Maybe you need to cash in the God you don't know or don't like. That's what Israel did. Said, we like the Gentile gods. They just, they can't walk, they can't talk, they can't smell, they can't see, they can't say, but we want to make them anyway. You want another God? Help yourself. The majority of the world's got another God. About six billion people on this planet have another God besides the one we worship. Right? Young people, you go to school, some philosopher that's uh, dealing with depression that's uh, getting his fifth divorce and maybe kill himself is going to talk you out of who God is. If I were you, I wouldn't uh, follow him. I wouldn't trust him. I'd base my hope on what God has said. So let's, let's look at a few things. Uh, what does it mean to share his excellence? Well, two words we'll use here. Uh, let's, we give glory to God. What does it mean to give gl- glory to God? Let me read to you what a, a Greek dictionary said. The word is doxa. We sing the doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Wonderful. Listen to what it means, doxa. Here's the word. It primarily signifies an opinion, estimate, an honor resulting from a good opinion. It's used of the nature and acts of God in self-manifestation. So, it means give a good opinion about what God is, what God does. And so, what kind of opinion are you giving out of God? When you give the right opinion of God, that gives him glory. You're giving him recognition, honor, uh, fame. And so, we say, give God glory. Give a good opinion of God. Now, how can you do that? Look at uh, 1 Corinthians. Just a few places to show you how you can do this. 1 Corinthians 6. 
Look at verse uh, 19. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? And, And temple means a place where God hangs out. Don't you know that God hangs out in your body by the Holy Spirit that's within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. Hmm. God must not be an American. Everybody acts like they own themselves. God said, you don't belong to yourself. If you're my child, you're my property. I own you. Can anybody say amen to that? Does God own you? For you were bought with a price, so you may do your own thing. I can't hear you. So you can do what? Glorify God means giving God a good opinion, saying something good about your God, putting God out there, telling people what your God has done, what your God, how he can save, how he's big, how he's powerful, how he's mighty, how he's got everything under control. Why don't you tell him you got a big God? What do you talk about when you talk to people? He said, you were saved for this. Then notice chapter 10. This is amazing. As much as some of you folks eat, you need to no- memorize this verse. Look at 1031. So whether you eat or drink, and some of you do that about five times a day. So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the giving a good opinion to the glory of God. I went to school with a boy uh, at the Pacific University. I went to the seminary there, and his father owned the Big Bob's hamburger chain in the San Joaquin Valley. And one day we were walking across campus, and uh, I got a drink. We were going to a class, and all of a sudden this young man, he went up, and, and when he got to the drinking fountain, he bowed his head, And he started praying, and wow, I thought, man, we got a fanatic on our hands. And, you know, I I give thanks if there's a hamburger, but not not a drink of water. And so when he got through, we're walking to class, I said, you're the first guy I ever seen give thanks for a drink of water. He said, well, if you were as strung out on drugs as me, and you didn't know the difference between uh, arsenic and water, you'd give thanks. He said, I've been out of my head for years, and God finally saved me. I finally got clean. I finally got sober. I know what I'm drinking. I know what I'm taking. He said, I am thankful for every glass of water, every drop of food, every drop of water. He said, I'm thankful. Is that okay, mister? He said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I noticed the longer you're saved, you get into these short prayers. You're not really giving glory. You're just trying to get it over with. Before the film forms on the gravy. And you say, God, we thank you. Hey, man. You think God got glory out of that. You know, good bread, good meat, goodness, let's eat. You, you think that means anything in heaven. He said, whether you eat or drink, you can do it in such a way you give glory to God. Do you? Just asking. Do you? This is too convicting. Let's keep going. Uh, praise God. What does it mean to praise God? Uh, let's look. Turn to Psalm. Let me just show you a few verses. Psalm. Uh, th- take Psalm 29. Uh, 
verse 1. Listen to what it says. Ascribe to the Lord, O heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory, good opinion, right opinion, and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. You don't make him glorious. He is inherently that. But acknowledge it. Ascribe to it. Acknowledge. Acknowledge you belong to a great God, not a poor, uh, anemic, impotent old man. You belong to a glorious God. It's we who act so wimpy. He's glorious. He's mar- ascribed to him what he is. But when we're all about ourselves, that's all we talk about. You can always tell who does not hang out with God. They're full of themselves. But he goes on. Look at chapter oh, 96. It, it basically, let me begin verse 1. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. The Lord is great. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods for all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory to his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. This was a temple song. That was to be sung when Israel gathered for worship. Did we sing anything today that said God's worthy of glory and that God's glory is? The lion and the lamb sure did. Listen to Psalms 150. Oh my, this, this is a radical psalm. I don't know how it got in the Bible. Conservatives sure didn't get it in. Praise the Lord. Now when you say praise the Lord, you haven't praised him yet. That's a command. Praise the Lord. He's he's telling you to do it. You haven't done it when you say praise the Lord. Don't we do that? Oh, praise the Lord. Uh, For what? What? It's a command. Praise the Lord. Uh, 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 Praise the Lord. No, you, you just said hallelujah, praise the Lord. You didn't do it. Watch, watch. He's going to tell you how. Praise God in his sanctuary. Let me ask you this. Just meddling with us Christians. Have you, have you praised God at all in this meeting today? Good. That's what we're supposed to do, right? Listen to this. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Well, I don't know if that's spirit, beings. When I get to heaven, I'll praise him. But whoever's up there, praise him. Praise him for what? Ah, ah for his what? Oh, he hasn't done anything. He hasn't. I thought he created I thought he redeemed. I thought he keeps. I thought he saved you. I thought we're forgiven. I thought he showed us grace. I thought he was omnipotent. I thought he was powerful. I thought he was great. Praise him for what he's done. Don't make it up. We're not making him up. He says there, praise him for his mighty deeds. You pull off an exodus. You pull off a resurrection. Why don't you create a universe? Just do it on the side. 
No, no. No one has done this. He's in a league all of his own. He, um, don't start comparing him to some athlete. My lands, one stroke and they're over. It's like that health expert died with a, you know, a brand muffin in his hand. Died young, but he went out healthy. No, no, God is in charge of everything. Watch. Pray, praise him according to his excellent greatness. There it is. Is he great? I don't know. I don't know. He says he is. I don't know what's great about God. No wonder you can't give him away. You don't know the product. You don't know what he can do. Is this convicting? Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. We had, we had a, a brother on the horn today. Was that biblical? With lute and harp, the closest we've come to that is the piano. It's kind of hard to carry a piano in those days, so they, they had guitars, you know. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Oh, boy, none of you ever seen that, have you? Anybody ever been in church where they have a tambourine? Anybody get in church where they can dance? Don't you try. Some of you don't have any moves. Don't. Don't. It'd be obnoxious. Let's see. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Anybody? Would that be worship? Some of you say, that's too loud. That bothers my nerves. Well, you wouldn't go to the temple. And I think their choir, you think we got too much emphasis on music? Let's see the choir of Israel. Man, it was thousands of singers. David saw they had thousands of singers. He said, oh, I just can't stand. I can't stand volume. We're not, we're not running the morgue here. We're, we're running a worship center. You can praise him. You can get excited about God. God's not afraid of volume. Now, we don't want to blow out your drums, and uh, you, you, there's enough complaints. We know when it's too loud. But we're usually too quiet. We're loud about the wrong stuff. Yay, the warriors won. So what? Man, when you pay a guy 300 million bucks, he better win. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What is there about him to praise? His excellence, his, who he is, what he does, his track record. And some of you, oh, you're too quiet. You're too quiet. You're too quiet. See, what fills your heart will fill your mouth. And when you get full of knowing about him, you don't talk any more than you do about him because you don't know any more about him. You don't know any more about God than you know about his word. This is the accurate, true revelation of what he is. What do you know about this book? And not what Sister Smith prophesied. What has he said? Well, we ought to praise him. We ought to give him glory. Why don't men do it? Why don't they do it? Let me just conclude. Every message for me includes Romans. So Romans, listen to what he says. 119. For what can be known about God is plain to them. Because God has shown it to them. This is the whole human race. For his invisible attributes. You can't see his omnipotence, omniscience, all that. Namely, his eternal power and divine nature. They've been, been clearly perceived 
ever since the creation of the world. In the things that have been made. God says, in what I've made, all the way back to Adam, all the way back to Noah, all the way from the beginning, I've manifested by creation my masterpiece, my artwork. When you see the person's artwork, you know what they're capable of doing. And God said, I put on display my power. I, I, I manifested my nature. And then I created an octopus, an elephant, uh, a hippopotamus, a human being, a fly, a spider, uh, molecules, microscopic. World. Everything I, I've displayed, my intelligence, my brilliance, and all the variety that I did this. I made all the animals. I let you name them, Adam, but I made them. And I put on display what I am ever since I created. So the human race is without excuse. For although they knew God, the whole human race knew God twice in history. Adam and Eve and Noah. And every time they went away, they went away. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. But they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. And they exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. We choose idolatry over the true and living God. We're going to kick him out of his universe, and we're going to say, These objects we've created, they are our gods. They made us. They empower us. They give us crops. They give us children. They bring the rain. They withhold rain. We will trust something we carved. And Isaiah said, with half the log, they build a fire to warm themselves. And the other, they bow down and worship. Insanity, absolutely. And the whole human race followed it. Are you an idolater? Do you have another God you brag on? You see, it's in the nature of praise. When you praise something, you can't keep quiet about it. I don't care if you met a new girlfriend and you think she's the greatest. I just got my wife last night. We're going through family pictures. I'm telling you, we've got them in boxes. And I've been bugging her for a year. I want your high school picture in a frame. You were a knockout. I love your high school grad picture. I want it framed. I'm putting it in my office. I'm having a bureau. All I want in my office is pictures of you and me and to say that we're not on an ego trip. All we look at is... She finally gave them to me. I can't wait to show them to you. She was a knockout steal. And I'm still married to her. What a, what a thrill. What a thrill. So you see, I can't keep praising a fine woman, a fine... The Bible says you can get an inheritance from your father, but only God can give you a good wife. So God smiled on me. Am I bragging? I'm bragging on what God can give you. And she's not here, so I can say it. (laughs) Because you can't keep from praising... I've got a reputation. All my friends know this. If they're with me very long, if they come to my house, I guarantee you, if they're at my house at least an hour, 
I will have played them at least one or two songs. They've been there. They know. Because I'm saying, man, you've got to hear this. You've got to hear this. I, I called my brother Paul. I said, come over. Man, I've got a picker that is going crazy on that guitar. Listen to the sax player. Listen to Kenny G. Listen to Mark O'Connor, the Nashville Cats. Listen to this guy play that fiddle. Listen to this player. Listen to Eric. Man, he's good on some song. Not cocaine, but on the others. I love it. I love what they can do. And you can't be quiet about what you prize. You praise what you prize. And until you start prizing God, you will never praise him. You go through religious motions, but you're not giving him praise. You praise him and say, you're my treasure. You're my provider. Everything I've got that's good in life, you gave it. Years ago, I shared the story, and I feel this is a place to share it again. I was with E.V. Hill at a pastor's conference, and he tells the story that when he's pastoring in Watts, he was there, and he had a guest speaker come in, either for that Sunday or for a series of meetings, and Evie uh, got the speaker aside. He said, I-, I need to tell you something. I need to warn you. We got a woman in our church that can be an irritant to you. She can bug you. And he said, what she does, she usually sits about three rows back. And she would just blurt out during the sermon, bring him up, bring him up bring him up. So he said, I'm just telling you, don't let her get to you. I, I live with it all the time. And the guy said, well, what in the world does he mean? She said, he said, well, if you go too long and you haven't mentioned Jesus, she's going to say, bring him up. <laughs> bring him up. Bring him up. And you know what? If you could talk, uh, I, I was just told recently about a couple in this church that I don't even know if the man knows the Lord. I, I'm not sure. But I had a concerned person said, you know, they're hanging out with a family in the church that's telling them what's wrong with the church. They're always ragging on the church. If someone hung out with you, would they get down on the church or would they get sold on God? See, Valley Bible hadn't saved any of you. They did save me. I was saved a long time before this place. And I'm going to be saved after this place. I'm going to heaven. When we get to heaven, there won't be a BBC corner. Everyone that's there will be clothed in the righteousness of Christ. And we won't discuss for eternity each other's faults. Do you hear me? It's a sin to murmur about what God's doing in other people's lives. They may not be where you are, but brother, we remember when you were where they were. And he's replaced in our mouths the subject matter that when you're right with God, your mind and your mouth and your morals all line up with God. You start thinking his thoughts, you start talking his praises, and you start walking in his life. And this is Truth For Today radio ministry of Valley Bible Church here in Hercules, and our teacher and pastor, Pastor Phil Howard. 
Thank you for spending time with us today. As always, it is a pleasure and a delight studying God's Word with you that we might mutually grow in our love and admiration for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you have questions about today's program, maybe you have a question about your own walk or relationship with the Lord, we would love to talk with you. No strings attached. Give us a call, and we'd be more than happy to answer any questions we can or pray with you. Our phone number is 855-833-9864. Again, you can reach us at 855-833-9864. If you would rather write to us, here's our address, 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278. We're here in Hercules, the zip code 94547. And again, even if it's a simple thank you for the broadcast, we'd love to hear from you. It's always a delight knowing that these programs are being used by the Lord for your growth in Christ. So again, you can reach us by phone, by mail, or better yet, stop by our website and drop us an email. Let us know you paid us a visit. You can find us at truthfortodayradio.org. That's truthfortodayradio.org. Org. As you stop by, don't forget to drop us an email and take advantage of the many resource materials we have available for your growth in Christ. Again, it's all there at truthfortodayradio.org. And then if you would like to join us here at Valley Bible Church for worship, Sunday services are at 9 and 11, and directions can be found at our website, truthfortodayradio.org, or by calling 855 Eight three three ninety eight sixty four. As you contact us, would you also prayerfully consider partnering with us financially? We're able to continue the radio ministry through your generous financial support. And whether it's a one-time gift or a monthly donation, no size is too small or too great. We'd love to hear from you and know that you are partnering with us for the furtherance of the gospel. So contact us today at 855 855- 833-9864 or stop by truthfortodayradio.org and then come back and join us next time for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.